It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Remenda. Ah, the thwack of the buck and the sounds of the skates shaving up snow at SAP Center at San Jose's practice rink known as Sharks Ice at San Jose. I'm Dan Rusinowski with Drew Remenda and this is the Morning Skate. Happy 2024. Let's look back at 2023. What can we talk about? <laughs> no, let's not. Let's just move on. Let's just let's just live in the moment. As I like to say, live where you be where your feet are. Let's just be where our feet are. Let's completely ignore 2023 like it didn't happen. <laughs> no, no, we can't. No, we can't. We have to talk about one thing in 2023. Congratulations on your Hall of Fame induction at the Foster Hewitt Award. You well deserve. That was the one bright, shining spot of 2023. I appreciate you saying that. I, I'd say maybe one of the other bright spots, in a way, from 2023, was the last time the Sharks played the Detroit Red Wings okay. as they face off against the Red Wings tonight at SAP Center. The last time that the Sharks played them, they were down 4 nothing in the game, and they came roaring back with a couple of amazing extra attacker goals. And then, of course, the game winner in overtime by Mikhail Granlund, who finished an amazing month, one point short of Joe Thornton's all-time record for most points in a calendar month. And Tomas Hurdle, with his ninth goal in Colorado in the month on the road, tied a Sharks franchise record again. Most goals in a calendar month on the road, sharing with Logan Couture and with Jonathan Chichu. Well, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't sound like a lot when you think about but if you look at the just 30 days and the way scoring is in the National Hockey especially in 2010, where scoring wasn't as um, high as it is now, that's an amazing accomplishment. But there have been some bright spots and some reasons for hope and some reasons for optimism when it comes to the San Jose Sharks. The way Tomas Hurdle has played has been amazing. Mikhail Granlin is wow. He's part of the solution. He's a part of the solution. That's a great way to put it. Absolutely right. He's a driver, man. He gets this team, and he and he and Zetterlin have worked so well together. So those are two guys where I think you're right, Danny. They're moving forward, the future of the San Jose Sharks, that's good. Logan Couture back out in the ice today is a good thing. So there are some reasons for hope and optimism. There are some reasons for um, looking at the way the Sharks played. In, in spurts, in pieces um, in 2023. But then I go to last game. The Sharks had three guys in the lineup who had a total of 53 NHL games. On defense. On defense. The way Henry Thun played, what did he play? 25 minutes plus? Phenomenal. And how good he was. Um, so, again, another guy who's a part of the solution. So, when you look at the way that the there are some pieces building. Now, we're waiting to see as guys are coming out this morning who's going to be available for tonight's game against the Detroit Red Wings. Looks like most guys are out there. And look who's out there. Mario Ferraro, who uh, was supposedly 
put out uh, for weeks and weeks by initial looks, but he did miss the rest of the game after being out for the first period. We had a sign that he was going to be okay when we saw him on the flight home and he looked all right. And it's great to see him on the ice after getting a pretty bruising hit from Nathan McKinnon. When you get hit by a, a Mack truck, that's, that's what it feels like. You got to get out and rest. They probably had him in protocol and everything else. And by that time, the game was a little bit out of reach. So you might as well not risk it for the rest of the game. And then you had the opportunity to see what Henry Thrun would do with more ice time, which I think he passed that test with flying colors. And Henry has now played against Connor McDavid's line and he's played against Nathan McKinnon's line in successive contests. And he's handled himself pretty well. To me, I mean, there's going to be some ups. There's going to be some more downs for him. But that's a really big step forward in his development. Huge. Gigantic. And, and you mentioned the story about, you know, Connor McDavid in the third period kind of looking back at the Sharks bench going, who is this guy who just was out there against him all the time and played very, very well against him? Um, there's a lot of good things to look at when it comes to Henry. A lot of good things to look at when you see him team with Jan Ruda and that leadership. Again, Jan Ruda, boy, part of the solution, in my opinion. Um, Ty Emerson back. Ty Emerson, we, we both like, everybody likes Ty and the way he plays. Plays a physical game. So, there, it's again, it's a process, and I know, folks, that you get tired of hearing it, but there are some, there are some lights that we look at and go, okay, those are going to be bright spotlights once the Sharks get the team, become the team they want to be. But when the lights aren't that bright, you have to look at it this way. You have to look at how the player handles the dimness of the light in front of him. I'm thinking about William Eklund in recent games. Yeah. He's kind of dropped off a little bit in terms of where he is offensively. I think he's working hard. and He's trying to do things away from the puck really well, no problem. But as a young player, you want to get production. Everybody wants to score. Everybody wants to put the points on the board. And when your line mate, Tomas Hurdle's doing it, that means when you're not doing it, you feel a little extra pressure. How he handles this, I think, is exceedingly important. And I think he's going to do just fine. But another guy like that, Kyle Burroughs, sat out the last game because he was minus five the game before against the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, he's been asked to do a lot. He's yeah. really done everything he can, and he's making the most out of what he's got. But sometimes when you're, you have to play a little extra minutes when you're really not set up to do that against top players or you're not used to it at least it's an adjustment how is he going to fight through all of this I I'm really eager to see that as the Sharks ponder tonight's game against the Red Wing first off with William he's got to get to the net he's got to get to the high traffic areas he is good along the boards he gets the puck and he can protect the puck but he's got to be he, that part of his game's lacked a little bit dropped off a little bit but if you don't get to those high traffic areas, if you don't get to the middle of the ice, you're not going to score in this league. He doesn't have an overpowering shot, so he can't score from the outside. You've got to get in the middle. You've got to get to the, to, the, to the home plate area. That's where the majority of the goals are scored. And he was doing that before. He's not doing it anymore. The other thing with, with Burroughs, I'm not worried about him. He'll bounce back. I thought, he, I thought he was overplayed as you talked. He was taxed. He was tired. And you can't be slow and tired playing the Edmonton Oilers. Simple as that. They're too fast, they're too good. And everybody looked bad that night. I'm just still uh, looking out and seeing Mario on the ice this morning. That's just such a boost. It's such a step forward, but it's also a, a kind of a testimony to his will because he's one of these guys that hates to sit out yeah. and he wants to be on the ice. And he, he knows that if he can do it, in other words, not like Logan Couture's situation where he had to sit out, 
looks to me like he's right back in there as we're looking at practice. First line rush goes, and Mario's right there with uh, with Ty Emerson. That's right. Looked just absolutely fine. Meanwhile, you got Granlund playing alongside Hoffman and Zetterlin. I think Mike Hoffman's played pretty well last couple games. I agree, 100%. He's starting to move his feet better. Uh, he's starting to try to get himself in position. I wish he'd, though, shoot it every time he gets the opportunity. I wish he'd fire the puck whenever he gets that, that chance. Well, it's going to be interesting tonight because the Sharks, of course, have lost a painful eight straight. Is that right? Am I, am I right? I mean, you are right. Eight straight. It's hard to feel that right now. But on the other side of things, the Detroit Red Wings aren't exactly going great guns. And in fact, the Sharks' comeback win in Detroit started a real tailspin for Detroit. They've really struggled. They've only got three wins in that time span. And two of them, one of them in the shootout, one of them in overtime. So since they last played the Sharks, the Red Wings only have one regulation win. And they're kind of spinning their tires a little bit. Even with Patrick Kane joining the team, he's not exactly the answer to what the Red Wings need. What I'm fascinated about is who's going to play goal tonight? Because Billy Husso's out. He's out with an injury. They played Alex Lyon, and as was the case last season when he got Florida into the playoffs and beyond that before he got replaced by uh, Bobrovsky, Alex Lyon is a veteran guy that can step in and help. But you've got the emotional side, too. You've got James Reimer coming back right. to San Jose. Yeah. Will Coach Derek Lalonde play James Reimer with one victory in recent games, or will he come back with Lyon? I think that's one of the dramas we're going to see yeah. solved. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that it... Uh... Uh, I like James. James is a class act. I always thought he was a good man and good within the room, and he was always treated us with respect. I'd like to see James come in. On the other hand, though, as a coach, you, sentimentality doesn't fit into it when you're struggling. No sentimentality at all tonight either. We'll get all of it for you with the Teal Report coming this afternoon. And, of course, we're on the air at 7 o'clock Pacific time with the Sharks and the Red Wings. Until then, that's it for the Morning Skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.